the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM 1420 The Answer or Salem Media Group. The following program is pre-recorded. The estate planning team is an Ohio registered investment advisor. The following is for informational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities or financial products. Be sure to consult with a qualified financial advice and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. You have financial goals and dreams. We can help you achieve them. Welcome to Financial Food for Thought, the show that answers all the questions on how to maximize your lifestyle and preserve your wealth. Did you just point at me? Yeah. Listen, I don't have Trump derangement. Let me tell you what I have. Okay. I have a lot of, I'm tired of people starting a conversation with Mexicans or liars and rapists. I'm tired of people starting a conversation about this country. Listen, I'm 62 years old. There have been a lot of people in office that I didn't agree with, but I have never, ever seen anything like this. I've never seen anybody whip up such hate. I've never seen anybody be so dismissive. And I, and clearly you don't watch the show, so you don't know that I don't suffer from that. What I suffer from is the inability to figure out how to fix this. That's my issue. But one of the things that you talk about a lot, and I'm curious about it, is the deep state. How long has the deep state been there, and who's running it? Well, the, the, I want to answer your question because you gave I you asked me ask no, you a question. You I, I, your opening statement, which was how horrible it is that Donald Trump no, is talking no, no, about that's what you, no, I'm people. sorry, you know that's what, what you horrible. said. You said, well, but you know you said that it, it was it's okay. be here end it's, up murdering the children of American citizens. You know what's horrible? What's when, horrible when the president of the United States whips up people to beat the hell out of people. Say goodbye. Well, there you go. Yeah, Kate. I saw that interview. You know, that's Whoopi Goldberg having a complete meltdown on The View, <laughs> right? Talking to Judge Jeanine Pira. Um, but, she, you know, she, she served fl- a big, yeah. you know, shut up juice glass back to the judge. And that that ended the scene, right? Mm-hmm. I mean. Because she kicked her off the show. Yeah. Um, when is that uh, congeniality? What was that? Well, it was American Civility Day. American yeah, Judge Jeanine. Day. I saw the follow-up interviews saying that when you're talking facts, what about just having a good discussion? And when you're just throwing emotions versus facts, you know. And I guess she tried to approach her after the show and got a big uh, um, send off. Send off. A not so pleasant send off. Uh, not a shut the front door. Was shut it? the front door and get out. Wow. <laughs> So, okay. so much for American civility.
Yeah. Okay, Carrie. Well, I like the kumbaya music in the background. There you go. I mean, well, we need a kumbaya moment in this country. I was going to say the whole country needs a, a good kumbaya moment. Well, good morning, everyone. You're listening to Financial Food for Thought. We're a financial educational radio talk program here every Saturday morning on 1420 AM between 9 and 10. We're here to give you helpful information about issues that impact your financial life. And hopefully um, you'll learn something today or learn what questions to ask. And we are sponsored by the estate planning team. And the estate planning team has been around for over 30 years in the greater Cleveland area. And we've been helping people solve problems, helping people use the opportunities and avoid the traps and really get understand how financial decisions they make affect their long-term tax and financial future. And then coming back saying, how can we make a better choice that's going to give you more net spendable dollars or more net benefit, depending on your goals um, and giving peace, people the peace of mind of knowing what's realistic, what's not, and how to accomplish those financial goals using realistic conservative assumptions. And we are known for comprehensive, coordinated, customized plans. Um, we offer a free consultation for people who want to come in and see how our process is different. We're not tax preparers. We're not investment advisors. We're not inter- attorneys. We're what you think of those traditional financial number crunchers that use math models um, and understanding of the different issues people face um, so that, um, again, people get a better result. And you can take advantage of the free consultation. We have offices around the greater Cleveland area, and we have both for um if you come in for the consultation, one, we'll see if we can help you or what value and benefit we may be able to provide you. And then we can talk about what's appropriate. Either we have retainer fees and hourly options for people who want a little bit or a lot of help. Um, our home office is in Middleburg Heights, and we have offices around the greater Cleveland area to accommodate people. And we offer free consultations now by phone, too. So if you want to take advantage of a free consultation, you can call 440 239 2090. That's 440-239-2090. I also want to remind people, you can go to the website and sign up for the newsletters at financialfoodforthought.com. And also, I did post the fall planning classes that we do that are strictly educational on different planning strategies and concepts. Um, They are on the website now. We on September 18th, which is a Tuesday in Middleburg Heights at three o'clock, probably it'll go three to five thirty, um, maybe a little longer because a lot of times we have questions after. Um, but it's our IRA and Roth planning class. And it, that's for people who are 59 and a half or older. And if you have IRAs, company plans, and I know, Mark, you're going to talk about the four, like 401ks today. Yeah, the 401k is celebrating 40th year birthday. Wow. Carrie, and, 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 and we think it may be getting a facelift. Okay, so you're going to talk about that today. Yes. So those are the things that we're going to talk about at the class. So again, if you're 59 and a half or older and have these types of assets, IRAs, company plans, and there's a slew of those or similar assets, we're going to talk about um, rules, costly mistakes that people make and misconceptions, minimum required distribution. Same thing. There's a lot of rules, mistakes that people make and how to avoid those. Um, Show you an example how minimum required distribution in many cases creates more tax dollars for the government and what you can do about it. We're going to spend time on Roth conversions versus Roth contributions. There's a lot of confusion. Sometimes people say, I can't do a Roth. Well, that depends. Right. And we'll also be touching on today as well as the, speaking of the 401ks, Mm -hmm. is there a lot more 
employees are now getting offered a Roth 401k option right. at their company plan. And that's getting more popular. And, and we're having more and more discussions with our clients who have a choice now. Do I, you know, and Mark, do I put into my traditional 401k or do I put into my Roth 401k? And how do I know? So we'll be talking well, uh, about And that. how much often, Mark, do is it? It's not a one or the other. I think in planning, a lot of times people think um, as far as strategies or plan that it's an all or nothing. And typically the best approach is how much in what thing, whether it's a concept or a product or a strategy, it's usually not an all or nothing. Uh, it's which one's going to look at and do enough analysis that you can make good decision. And the answer is going to be different often cases on most cases for everyone. So those are the things we're talking about on that class. It's September, again, 18th. It's on the website in Middleburg Heights. Then on September 26th at six o'clock in Independence, we're having the retirement planning class for retirees and people nearing retirement that are worried about whether um, spending issues, when I can afford to retire, rising health care costs, market volatility, and other financial disruptors. And the theme on this class is, what are all these retirement rules you hear about that you probably should consider breaking and how these rules are often misused? And both classes are going to talk about the updates on tax law changes. We give you some tax tables, too. Yeah, and one of the things that, you know, Carrie, when we talk about some of the rules that you've, you know, the old financial rules, it's not so much whether they're right or wrong or whether you should break them or not. I think it's it's more of an idea that how you need to customize them for your own circumstances. Mm-hmm. And that's what, you know, in the olden days, without the, the, the financial models that we have today, people had to kind of go with the rules, you mm-hmm. know, the general rule, because, you know, we didn't have robots who could, you know, customize it mm-hmm. instantaneously based on your own circumstances. So that's where it's progressed to the point where now – you know, we can use the financial models to customize any of these rules and, to, you know, to your own circumstances and then modify them so they make sense for you. Right. So sign up for those classes online at financialfoodforthought.com or you can give us a call at 440-239-2090. All right. You're listening to Mark Dolly and Kara Waddell and we're the co-owners of the estate planning team. The estate planning team has been helping Cleveland families build custom financial plans for over 33 years. And we do it one plan, one family at a time. And so, Carrie, what is that day called? Miss uh, the, the American Civility Day has been gone and passed. It was, it was, I, it was mentioned last week, American but Civility um, day. Well, I didn't see much about like, it. Is that kind of like Amazon Prime Day? Probably, you know, too bad it shouldn't be every day because I know Judge Dean was hoping that we could all be right. civil. She said we are country, which I agreed is, you know, it should be. It's OK that people disagree, but it should be respectful. And yeah, that, it's kind of um, yeah. it, it is a crazy. World so we, we did in. have Amazon Prime Day. Mm-hmm. Last week, did you right? shop? I did partake. Gary, did you? Being my first year as a prime member yeah i'm not a um, i did the i did the whole food thing did you hear that okay. deal no yeah because i've got whole foods you know in my town so okay. um if you spend ten dollars at whole foods you got a ten dollar certificate to spend on amazon prime so that was a pretty good deal um you know i can you know and right. and um so you know, how much it, is prime cost again I, I, I paid a hundred bucks, but okay. I think but I think it's a slight twenty percent increase next year. Wow! Um, but uh, apparently, it was a big success. You okay, hundred million uh, products sold. I'm surprised not more. Um, 
but because uh, I think there's a hundred million Prime members, and so wow. not everyone, but did it. But um, and I remember we were trying to figure out why it was July sixteenth. Uh, right. Well, you said something to do with Christmas in July. Well, it's not. Like, well, okay. no, it has nothing to do with Christmas. As it turns out, it's it's like the anniversary of um, Amazon. Oh, well, it's, that makes sense. So it, it's because it, it, Prime Day started in 1995, and I think at that time did it, it really well, that long ago? Yeah. So I think. It, it, well, no, I mean, I mean, Amazon started in 1995. Okay. Prime Day started 20 years later, oh, I think okay. in 2015. Oh, because I was like, yeah. wow, no, Amazon's and, even been around since 95? Yeah. I mean, so in 2015, when That's Prime Day started. That's mostly we dial-up. And, uh, yeah. I, you, I was surprised that, too. Can you imagine doing an order on dial-up? Well, remember, they were just doing <laughs> books at the time, and they've kind of expanded. Um, but anyway, so a huge success, um, and uh, Amazon's going to take over the world. Um, but you know there are some. There's just some weird things happening on Amazon. You know, there's there's a there's kind of a conspiracy out there. Like you never know. Like on books, speaking of selling books, so there's this conspiracy out there. Like the the sellers, mm-hmm. you know, just throw any price up there, trying to get a buy. Like there's paperbacks on Amazon that used paperbacks carry that have a price tag of like twenty six hundred dollars. Well, maybe if somebody really wanted that book and couldn't find it, right? But then you keep going, and and a, and and a, a one later on is like for five bucks. Oh yeah, I know. There's a huge variable because yeah. I've looked for my so son. At no one really knows what's going on there. Um, all right, maybe well, it's the condition. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, we've got uh, Blood Moon coming up, right? Mm-hmm. Again, yeah. This Not our first Blood Moon. No, remember? Yeah, there's going to be a bunch together at the end of the world, right? You know, mm-hmm. you know the. Um, the prophecy, right? Mm-hmm. Out of the book of Joel, right? Um, what did the book of Joel say? Something about um, the sun will be turned, turned to, to darkness and the, mon- and the moon to blood and the coming of the day of the Lord, that great and terrible day. Well, so actually it's going to be the longest total lunar eclipse of the century. Okay. So astronomers are really getting excited about this. Oh, yeah. Um, because this is a big deal. You know, it where a lot of times a lunar, a total lunar eclipse may last a short period of time. This one's going to last an hour and forty three minutes, which, like I said, is the is the and actually it's going to be like a two night thing. So it's going to be you know the July twenty seventh and through July twenty eighth, and they say in in all in all it'll be about a four hour show in the skies. And they said what's other, the other interesting thing that's happening as a coincidence this year is that Mars is going to be in the picture. Oh, okay. So somehow Mars is lining up in a weird way because, you know, so now you not, not only have the red planet that's going to be clearly visible. But then we have the blood moon. Yeah, the red moon. So, you know, uh, now I don't I'm know. i have to get the telescope out for this Yeah, one. I don't know if we're going to see it here. I mean, okay. well, I, I'm, I, it depends, of course, if it's right. cloudy or not. But um, I don't think U.S. in general is the prime place to place see to it. Place to see it. Um, but uh, we'll see how that goes. But that's kind of exciting. Um, all right. Um, I also got a rock and roll birthday boomer for you, Karen. Okay. I'm going to try it. I think you're going to get this one this week. Oh, yeah. I, I, I always am doubtful um, on that. But all right. The, our rock sometimes and roll, I surprise myself. A rock and roll birthday boomer um, was born July 20th, 1947. Okay. So he just turned 71. I, we got to talk about his required minimum distribution. Don't miss it. There'll be a 50% um, penalty. You know, um, now, um, but he was born in Mexico. Okay. okay. By age five, he was playing violin. Okay. And by age eight, he was playing guitar. Okay. Rolling Stone actually rates him uh, 15th on the 100 best guitarists of all time. Okay. 
I'm just thinking. Don't know that yet. Should I guess? Uh, we'll keep it. We'll keep it to yourself. Okay. Okay. He's got ten Grammys. Um, he has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. He's a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as well. Okay. Um, do you know him? I might. Yeah, I think. Okay. Um, he uh, he achieved instant stardom at Woodstock in 1969. Okay. After performing a song which uh, he later admitted that at the time he was tripping on psychedelics, but, you know, <laughs> it was it, it, it gave him instant. Wasn't everybody at Woodstock? Yeah, I mean, hard to believe, right? Um, but anyways, uh, well, so well, so do you know who it is? We'll play a cut um, later okay. on. Is it a good cut, like a well-known cut? Um, oh, I'm sure you'll get it, Carrie. Okay. Um, the uh, Let's see. Uh, if you don't know already... So there's, you know, more 401k millionaires than ever, Carrie. Okay. All right. That's um, good. That means people are saving. Uh, let's see. Um, Fidelity's reporting that the number of 401k plans with a balance of a million or more jumped to a record 157,000 in the first quarter, up from 108,000 prior year. Um, let's see what some other stats Fidelity gives us. Um about three in ten savers increased their contributions rate over the last year. The average 401k contribution rate is now 8.6%. They're doing better. It's okay. not quite the fire movement yet, you know, when you're supposed right. to be saving 50%, but, you know. Well, that, yeah, because that's realistic with student um, loan debt. But, you know, it's not quite the 50-30-20 rule that, you know, you want to get up to 20% savings. But 8.6, better than nothing, you know. Oh, absolutely. Um, Okay. Um, it's actually the highest percentage in almost 10 years. So that was what the Great Recession did. It, it wiped everybody out. Right. And it's been 10 years, and now people are starting to save again. Um, the average retirement savings balances are now in the six figures. Okay. Well, that's promising. So the average 401k, they say, is 102900 All right. Okay, that um, won't cover your health care and retirement. Um, more employees are putting... A, now, well, a million dollars, that's the question. Now, um, more employees are putting enough... Uh, a way to get the company match. See, that's the big thing you want to get, right? Oh, right. See, and, okay. and with the tax cuts and hopefully the companies and after the Great Recession, hopefully the companies are starting to match again, mm -hmm. right? That's free money. That's stuff to beat, right? You should at least do that. I mean, if you can do more, sometimes it makes okay. sense. But uh, but as I said, it's the 40th birthday. So it started, okay, in, you know, 1978. Okay. Um, and it was, um, it almost came about by accident, you know, Kodak. Remember Kodak? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you mean the film? Yeah. The <laughs> Remember Kodak. All right. Um, they approached Congress to allow a part of their salaries to be invested in the stock market and thus be exempt from income taxes. So Congress, you know, passed the Revenue Act of 78 and included a provision that allow employees to avoid being taxed on a portion of income. That, you know, provision, of course, is now known as Internal Revenue Code Section 401k. All right. Um, but then it was um, it was a, uh, a like a benefits consultant, a guy by the name of Ted Benna, who in 1980, you know, got the brainstorm that uh, why not market this? Mm -hmm. Because this is a great way to build a retirement. So as opposed to just being, you know, some lobbyist from Kodak right. getting a, you know, you know, getting a, a thing, an obscure thing passed in a complicated tax code, um, this guy said, well, we're going to market this to everyone. Okay. Um, and, you know, it, it, it went from there. Um, and it became very popular. 
And actually, you know, what happened was it it, it kind of reversed, you know, whereas before, you know, a lot of people were um, getting defined pension plans, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the idea is the companies had to put the money, it was contributed, companies were putting money into that. Well, then the, the, the company starts saying, well, I, I know, we'll just, we'll get rid of the pension plans right? and we'll just have uh, the employees, you know, they'll, they'll we'll give them a 401k plan. Right. All right. And, but, you know, at the time, I don't think people realized that it was going to put a bunch, put an end to the pension, pension plan. The goal was maybe to, I think people were thinking, which when we started, Mark, with the company, I mean, the, that depression generated, that's, that was the people. They had 401ks, they had pensions, they had the best of both worlds. Right. And, you know, and now in retrospect, you know, also, you know, in the lost decade, where you saw two, you know, major meltdowns of the stock market, you know, that, you know, hurt a lot of the 401ks as well, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of people say, well, you know, are, are they dead or whatever? But so, as I said, you know, at one time it was like 60% of the private sector had pension plans. Wow, right? and, that's a lot. And today, you know, that's probably I'd say about, what twenty. No, it's I think it's over ten. Okay, and about and but about sixty percent of them now have the four hundred one ks. But you t- you take all the risk with it. Um, but you know the uh, but as I said, you know, it may be getting a facelift. Okay. Um, and let's see if I can find. Um, well, facelift is usually a good thing. Well, Congress. <laughs> or does that depend? Is it relative? Well, you know, Congress is thinking of making some changes. Okay. Um, and it's, Do you have faith Congress is going to get anything done? And, well, you know, there's been a lot of talk about, you know, changes to the 401k um, in the past. But these aren't the ones. Remember, President Obama wanted. It. Remember, he wanted to put a cap on. He wanted to put a cap on how much you could accumulate in a tax qualified right. plan. You know, that didn't go over. That didn't. That went over like a lead balloon, right? Um, but then, even um, you know, uh, Kevin Brady, you know, the, the the House Republican, you know, House Ways and Means, he was trying to float a plan a few years ago about saying that he wanted to cap how much you could put in pre-tax to the 401k. Okay. You know, right now the limit is, you know, 18,500. And there's a catch up if you're over If you're over 50, you get additional 6, right? And that can all be pre-tax. What Kevin Brady was talking about was limiting that to like 2,500 pre-tax and then the balance could then go into the a Roth option, you mm-hmm. know, but you would have to pay the taxes now. Well, that didn't go over very well. Um, so th- this new plan has, doesn't have any of those things in it. Well, then we also had President Obama's Myra. Remember that? Oh yeah. That didn't go. <laughs> no, that, either. that was a, that, that, that lasted for a couple of years. No one did it and they got rid of that. So this is something new. So this supposedly has bipartisan support you know, on both sides of the aisle and they're calling it RISA, the retirement enhancement and savings act. Okay. And, you know, uh, lawmakers are searching for a bipartisan consensus on proposals that could amount to the biggest legislative changes to U.S. retirement savings in more than a decade. Who's it going to benefit? Okay. Um, Including modifications to the 401k style plans and enhancing tax incentives for companies to offer them. All right. Um, Now, um, so in the Senate, okay, the guys that are sponsoring this is Orrin Hatch, the Republican out of Utah, 
and the Democrat, you know, Ron Wyden out of Oregon, two powerful senators, right? But a bipartisan. Wow. Yeah. Um, and they're trying to get this now. So what is it basically? What are they trying to do? Well, you know, we haven't seen the bill yet. You know, there's right. obviously variations. But, you know, the the general theme is that, you know, they're trying to make it easier um, or, you know, that it's not only, you know, that if you put money in, it, it doesn't just necessarily mean you can't take it out before retirement. In other words, they're trying to make it easier that you can get money out for emergencies or, you know, healthcare expenses or something like that. Oh, okay. So people are going to come. Um, they also, um, um, th- th- there's also a movement about where they want to be able to provide annuities in the 401k. See, we've come full circle. Remember, because the, the defined pension the fine benefit plan was a pension plan that was based on annuities, right? Right. So annuities were what funded all the pension plans. Mm-hmm. And then when they got rid of the pension plans, you know, no one was, you know, it was very rare that a 401k plan even offered an annuity. It was now in IRAs. There's right. lots of annuities. As a matter of fact, well, you can probably, have any asset in an or lots of assets right. in an IRA. And actually, at one time it was kind of to bet to uh, taboo taboo to purchase a uh, uh, annuity inside an IRA. Right. And, and, and yet today, there's probably a, a, a higher percentage of IRA annuities being sold than non-qualified annuities. Do you annuities. think maybe that's because of 2008? It's because, <laughs> because of what the, right. the, the agents are saying is that, you know, right. you got to create your own pension plan. And that's what annuities are good for. So now we're going back and like and like 403Bs carry, mm-hmm. all, you know, the teachers like the VALIC, you know, the AIG, right. you know, that was all annuities based too. So, you know, there's a history of saying yeah fixed income in retirement is not a bad thing right and so if the companies aren't going to do the pensions anymore and all you have is a 401k why shouldn't you be allowed to buy a, a uh, an annuity inside your 401k right right um so um all right so you know here are some other ideas that they're talking about and, okay. you know, and they're calling this, you know, this is and this may also be part of tax reform 2.0. Remember, um, the Republicans are saying that, you know, after the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of last year, they're not done. You know, they, they want to make as a matter of fact, the problem is they want to make those individual tax cuts permanent. Right. That's mm-hmm. part of, you know, tax reform 2.0 to make them permanent. But also this may fold into that. This, you know, um, RESA plan that that's uh, enhancing the savings accounts. Um, so one of us is talking about a universal savings account, you know, funded with post-tax dollars. So it'd be after-tax dollars, but with tax-free earnings and more flexible withdrawal rules than existing retirement accounts. Sounds kind of like a what? A Roth. A Roth IRA, but it might not have the 59 and a half restrictions to it. Okay. Um and, you know, and, and, you know, I don't know if it would have required minimum distributions. Now, currently right. a Roth IRA does, does not, not have required minimum distributions if it's yours. Now, here's something about, you know, the Roth 401ks. Um, the Roth 401ks do have a required minimum distribution if, it, you know, mm-hmm. when you retire. Um, but if you can you, always roll it to a Roth IRA. Yeah. Well, first of all, it would still be tax free. Or if you don't want to do that, you could roll it to a, uh, your individual Roth IRA and get around the required minimum distribution. But even if you take the required minimum, it's tax free. So right. Um, also, the the new rules would allow smaller employers to band together to offer four hundred one k plans, um, like creating like a multi employer plan. You know, that's kind of like the unions right. used to do, right? You know, like you know, like the the, the Teamsters or mm-hmm. the you know the uh, pipe fitters or whatever. They would band together 
and have these big multi-employer plans, which would reduce the costs tremendously. Right, because of the numbers of people. Right. So that's the same problem with small businesses. It's too expensive for them to set up these 401k plans. And to administer if, and If you pay have a small group right. of employees. So, you know, economies of scale, it's a lot cheaper if you spread those costs over a wider group of people. So the, 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 the bill would, you know, um, allow, you know, more, you know, going in that direction. And, you know, again, encourage 401k style plans to offer annuities, which help participants transform their balances into a lifetime income stream. Now, that's interesting, right, Carrie? You know, because would that fly? Um, so if you look at from the life, because remember, all annuities are sold by life insurance companies, mm-hmm. right? And, um, you know, and they have a very strong lobby. Mm-hmm. You know, they're very protective of their... T- of you know, well, certainly for life insurance products or right. tax free wrapper, but you know they have there's they have a strong presence on Capitol Hill. So the question is, do the life insurance companies would they would they favor this? In other words, w- would they look at it as it's a boom to their business because right. if companies start having you know providing annuities inside all the, it would only help the revenue because there'd be more yeah, of a but, demand. But who may it cut business out of? The independent agent? Right. Because right now, the independent agents have made a bonanza of selling fixed equity index annuities, for example, in the last 10 years. With the income riders. And yeah, the-, the guaranteed income riders and, and promoting. You've got to create your own pension plan. So when you leave your company, you roll your 401k over to me and, and, and an IRA, and we'll set you up with a fixed annuity with a guaranteed income stream that you can never outlive and no market risk. Mm-hmm. So I, it may hurt their business a bit, too. So I'm wondering exactly you know what how that would go you know and again we you never really know with the life insurance companies which way they're going to lean towards because remember they were they were fighting against the fiduciary rule right right um because under current you know law you know uh, insurance agents don't have to you know be held to a fiduciary standard Mm -hmm. they were exempt from that um and the and then you know president obama's you know you know the the, the labor rule that he set you know which was going to set fiduciary there was a big uh, contention there as whether that was going to include the insurance agents you know whether they right. would now have to comply with the fiduciary rule well of course well, we all know that department of labor's fiduciary rule fizzled you know donald trump got in office right. and that was the end of it so you know we we never really knew what the outcome of there was um, but, uh, let's see what else. Um, also what the, what the new law would do again to, to, so to enhance, you know, so, so Carrie, a lot of the, the new law would be to, to give incentives for companies to start offering these things. Right. The incentives for the employee is hopefully the companies put matches on them. Right. Or and, if your taxes, depending on where your tax rate, if you defer it, then it'll bring right. your tax or rate. offer Roth right. options or traditional options. Um, as well as, you know, keeping the cost low, you know, to, mm-hmm. to the employee um, and pr- maybe providing an annuity if that's the direction you want to go, mm-hmm. or at least for some of it. They're and giving people more options, more options now. So but but the, the law with it, you know, it would also expand a tax credit available to small companies to offset the cost of starting a new retirement plan. Okay, okay, so that could be very appealing. So the annual credit amount right now, it's about 500 bucks. See, that's not, not maybe that too exciting, exciting for, to, to somebody, for a company to move, right? Right. But they're saying that they may, you know, increase that to as much as 5000 Okay, that would be more attractive. Okay, um, okay. And, 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 and another thing that may get folded into this is um, some enhancements to the health savings account. 
Okay, which they talked about before. Right, Republicans have talked about that a lot, you know, about, you know, inc- you know, right now, you know, if you're in a high deductible health insurance plan, you have the opportunity to invest in a health savings account, right, where it's the best of both worlds. You get a tax deduction going in, right. you get tax deferred growth, and then when you take the money out and use for a qualified medical expense, it comes out tax free. Right. Okay, but there are a lot of rules and restrictions. Mm-hmm. One of them being that the contribution level isn't tremendous. You know, for in 2018, for a single plan, the limit is 3450 And if you're um, old enough, you get an additional 1000 you know, or 4450 If you're in a, a family plan, uh, the limit is 6900 plus an additional 1000 for 7900 if you're old enough. Okay, no. So, but still not a great amount. Right. So the idea is, would they, could they increase those contribution limits? And also loosen some of the re- other restrictions. You know, currently right now, um, if you take a distribution out of an HSA for a non-medical, okay, um, you're going to be taxed, right? You don't mm-hmm. get the tax free unless you use it in right. a qualified manner. Also, if you're taking it out in a non-qualified manner before age 65, there's a 20% penalty. Right? Ouch. So, you know, they're talking about maybe, um, you know, to kind of go from there. Um, now, does this bill have legs? Well, it depends on who you ask, right? Um, you know, some people say... I was going to say, what are the negatives about it? Well, just because of the um, the, the, the great um, congeniality we have in our Congress. Civility? Civility. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, that seems to be the biggest stumbling block. Um, let's see. Well, that's sad. Um, that's just sad. The, uh, let's see, uh, who is this? Representative Susan Delbing gave a Democrat out of Washington, gave a great quote. Um, I don't know that anything right now is going to escape this hyper, hyper hyperbolic environment. Um, here's what Suzanne Debine said. Well, I would like to see Democrats and Republicans work together to address struggling pension programs and ensure seniors can live in dignity. House Republicans, again, show no interest in bipartisan collaboration. Well, isn't that a bipartisan? I don't know. But regardless, the things that we can help people with is, you know, how much should you be contributing to your company plan? And certainly up to the limit. But beyond that, where is the tax savings today worth the potential um, tax hit that you're going to take later on when you have minimum required distributions? And looking at how these fit in your long-term plan and your spending and creating that future cash flow as tax efficiently as possible um, and looking at all these moving parts. (coughs) And we help people, whether they're working or already retired, And again, we've been helping people for more than 30 years. We're accredited and A-rated members of the Better Business Bureau, and we've won the Super Service Award for Angie's List, so you can do some due diligence there for a number of years. So if you'd like to come in, we have a free, no-obligation consultation for people who want to learn about our process and how we're different, and if and how we may be able to help you. Um, Either way, we're going to give you helpful information to hopefully point you in the right direction if we're not appropriate for you, or if you don't need our services, um, you can also sign up for our classes that we have scheduled this fall. Don't wait. Um, we are doing a limited number of classes in the fall. On September 18th at 3 p.m. in Middleburg Heights is the IRA 
tax qualified Roth planning class. And on September 26th at six o'clock in Independence is the retirement planning class for retirees and people nearing or thinking about their future retirement. You can call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. That's financialfoodforthought.com. All right. So we'll be talking about 401ks. We may, you know, stay on this for a couple of weeks, Carrie, and mm-hmm. different ideas and, and how we've helped our clients with, and, and again, see, one of the, one of the things that's coming out of this, um, relook or facelift for the 401ks is the idea that, you know, it, okay. So there's a lot of 401k, 401k millionaires, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's great, but you know, people are realizing that, and professionals have realized this for years is just, I mean, just because you have a million dollars in your 401k doesn't necessarily mean you've got a retirement plan. Okay. No, it's just a, it's an asset. It's a, it's a nice pile of money, but there's more to it. Right. Because, you know, one of the things is you got to make sure it's managed properly because there's mm-hmm. risks. Right. And, you know, but other thing is, you know, I don't know if a million dollars is enough for you to retire. Right. Well, that depends on your date. Like I told you, I saw an article this week that said millennials that feel like everyone should be retiring at 50. Well, well you know, that that's great in it, theory, but yeah. is that realistic? Well, it, it is if you follow the 50, 30, 20 rule. But, and, but realistically, some people can't follow the 50, well, that rule from the beginning because well then, of circumstances. Well, then that's the beauty of, of the financial models today right. because we can show you that and, and say, okay, if you can't, this is what you have to do if you want to retire at 50. Right. If you, if you think that's too much, then do you want right. to look at 60? But I'm saying some of these in theory are great, but then you have the reality of bills. Right. Um, so, you know, but the, uh, and, and, and so in other words, you could, cause you could say, okay, well, Mark, if I had a million dollars and a lot of people think that I could retire and a lot of people can't, mm-hmm. you know, if, let's say you retire at 65 and, and you got a million dollars in your 401k and you know, you're, you're, let's use, you know, Benjamin's 4% rule. Let's say you got a 30 year time frame, it takes you to 95. So you're got the longevity. Okay. You could start taking out 4%, you know, 40 grand, right? Okay. But wait, even before that, a million's going to depend on what, how many, when people are building their retirement lifestyle, there's a huge variability. People have expensive hobbies. People have no-cost hobbies. People want to travel. Well, people don't want to. Right. Well, that's what you have to do. You have to say, okay, is the 40, you know, now, and then, the, you know, just to follow the, you know, the finish the 4% rule, you know, which is a lot of debate whether that's, right. Right, you know, th- that was based on a 5% rate of return mm-hmm. with about 3.5% inflation on the spending, on the 40000 So you're increasing your spending to, to maintain that lifestyle for your 30 years of retirement. And if you follow that rule, your million dollars would be approaching zero at the end of 30 years, right? Mm-hmm. Spending the last dollar in the last day, which a lot of people, that's the what their, that's what their goal is. All right. Now, but... um the, you know, the idea is, okay, it does 40,000 cover your expenses. Well, first of all, let's, what other fixed income do you have? We just talked about pensions. Mm-hmm. Are you lucky enough to have a pension? If you got a hundred thousand dollar pension and a $40,000 from your uh, 401k, you could probably retire, right? Um, well, that depends on your spending because sometimes people right. will have big dreams. But you know, if you don't have a pension, maybe you're going to get, maybe your combined social security is going to be 30 to 40,000, um, eventually. 
um, you know, okay. So now maybe you've got, you know, $25,000, you know, $40,000 from the withdrawal and from your 401k and, and you got another $30,000 in social security. Yeah. So that's 75,000. You're saying, Hey, that, that will do it. Okay. That's knowing your number. That's, you know, using models to say, but to do that, you, like you're saying, you better have a good handle on your expenses. Right. Cause that's going to be different for everybody. I don't right. care if you have two estates that are the same size. I mean, okay. people have different ideas. How often do we have a husband and wife have maybe different ideas on what they want to spend that in never retirement? Happens. Never happens. Um, all right. So the, and, 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 and the companies are realizing this, Carrie. They're realizing that, okay, so they're providing a 401k to their employees, but they're realizing the employees do not have a confidence level that they can retire. Now, a lot of that is because they haven't been, you know, contributing to the 401k. Right. They're not getting their match, you know, 401k because they can't afford or to. Or they don't know how much needs to be in that or 401k. They're, or they're completely uh, intimidated by making investment decisions. Oh, how many people say they just pick the box of, what is it, conservative, moderately conservative? They just pick the box because they really have no idea. Right. Um, or, and, or I know, Mark, I don't know if you'll touch on it this week, but also how many times have we seen people that have a lot of company stock in their 401k, which is great when the company's doing well. Right. Or, but, if, you know, if you do have a lot of company stock and you've run it all the way up in this longest bull run in market history and you're getting to retire and you're concerned about diversification, you know, before you roll all that, you know, into an IRA, check to see if you have net unrealized appreciation treatment. And we're not going to get to that today. No, Gary, but, but I just want to mention if you have all your stock, just even the risk factor. Right. You have to Do diversify. You know, we remember having clients that didn't want to get rid of their, they had 401ks that they didn't move and they were retired because Na- they were loyal to National ever, City Bank. National City Bank. And everything was in National City Bank. Nothing's going to happen. Mm. They made a millionaire's. Um, but and it uh, may, and also made them uh, also might have ruined their retirement. There you go. I was trying um, to think of a nice way to put that. But the um, but yeah. So you have to. But you know, NUA is still a great if that's available. And and, and uh, you know, if you've got questions on that, you know, you got you know, come to the class or, or come in for a free consultation. But um, you know, so there's a lot of people on social media bragging that they're you know, it's kind of the thing on social media now. You 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 post when you're a million dollar four hundred one k. Really? Yeah, that's a big thing. See, I'm not a social media user, so um, plus I don't think it's anybody. Boy, is that a long way from our first clients that wouldn't talk to their kids, sometimes their spouse about what was in the checking account. Yeah, I mean, now hey, I gotta. I don't know if that's such well, a that's part of that's kind of like part of the fire movement the whole fire right. movement's like an online you know everyone yeah, but do you want everybody to know that that's how much i have yeah in my bank i guess account? if I you're guess. into that yeah i guess if you're into that it's somewhat motivating for I you don't to, know. to show that you know that um i don't know it makes you a target i guess um now um but what the companies are realizing not everybody's going to have a million dollars and and the other thing too is you know even if you do get a million dollars you might not be ready to retire or because you're not managing the risk properly you're not diversifying properly right. or you don't really know how much you're going to spend in retirement right um mm-hmm. but so what they're doing is they're saying well perhaps you know and part of this uh new uh you know bipartisan bill that may be coming is that we want to provide more uh, you know financial awareness to our employees you know instead of backing off and saying you know we'll take a hands off approach because we right. don't want to be sued for, we don't uh, the, the right the liability right 
you know, getting Congress to, to give them a pass that's saying, no, you can provide, you can hire people to provide, they call it financial wellness programs, right? Because like, now, so the psychiatrists are, are saying, and psychologists are saying, is that an employee who's worried about finances is not a good employee. Well, that's probably a big part of the country, by okay. the way. Okay. <laughs> um, so they're saying is, you know, let's, you know, and, and nobody knows how to build a financial plan. Um, and just, you know, contri- and, and so as opposed to saying, well, there's automatic enrollment in the 401k or mm-hmm. target date fund where you can just take a target date fund and be done with it. That's not working. That's not the same thing as a financial plan that's giving you the confidence that you can see how you're going to be able to retire and be okay. But not everybody wants the time to do, I mean, their own financial plan. Certainly we have clients that do their own and it was a good start. Part of what we did was enhance right. and, and filled in the gaps of people who do it versus is some people they're great at their job but they don't want to necessarily they want to hire someone or to do that job right so we do have the situation where, and we have helped companies we've gone into companies and, and kind of like a financial wellness and said okay we will meet you know smaller companies and we'll meet with your employees right. and let's start writing a financial plan right um or let's and, talking about the steps Right. And so now, you know, Congress may be doing that. But now, now that's going to probably start at the big companies because they, you know, they're going to mm-hmm. pay for it. But um, we may see that trickle down. So, you know, 401ks, if you've got one and you've been afraid of it or you've been, you know, unsure what to do with it or you're thinking about contributing or if you're a millennial who's, you know, of course, millennials don't listen to this show, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, maybe we'll talk some ideas. If you have a millennial right. <laughs> or if you have a grandchild who's a millennial right. and, you know, maybe we'll talk about some ideas that you may be able to help them. All right. So we have, uh, well, here's my, remember my rock and roll birthday boomer. Thing. All right. Maybe I don't know. Remember he's, uh, Mexico, born in Mexico, one of the greatest guitarists of all time. Hmm. Okay. That started at Woodstock. Sometimes I'm just afraid to answer, you know? I, you know, there he goes on the guitar here. Do you mind? I'm just going to excuse myself for a minute and listen okay. to him. Okay. No, he was... Uh, I wonder if any of the millennials in the studio this morning have ever heard. The only one I can think of that I know that is a guitarist that's been around a while. And he's has he played with a lot of different bands? Uh, like, and, and, no, the thing is, he's played, um, I've seen him many, many times. Does his name begin with an S? It does begin with an S. And it's just like he okay. has a lot of band members with him. Right, but I'm thinking he's like, even in the... Oh, is he, thinking, is he? Is it Santana? Yeah, there okay. you go. Because I'm thinking he's done a lot of collaborations with pop right, okay, stars. Okay, now I know that's you probably mean. why. Right, I, that's it, what I meant. He didn't do that to the 2000s. Okay. I, I think you know. I've been to many. I, I'm trying to. I wish I could remember some of the shows. Um, I think I've been to at least four decades. I've seen him. I mean, I've certainly seen him in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Wow. In the 2000s, I'm not sure if I've seen him in the 2010s. Okay. Um, you better get tickets or find out where he's at, Mark. This is a cut from. I don't um, know the song. 1970. This is called "Incident at Nashe Burr. Yeah, I don't know the song, but uh, I clearly know that. Yeah, he's famous enough that he's worked with. I probably know his work in the 2000s or the 90s. Yeah, um, <laughs> you've heard of Black Magic Woman, and yeah, Oma Komiva, and, and some of those. But oh, I didn't know. Yeah, I've, I've heard those songs. Uh, but. but you know, um, yeah, and it was funny when he when he told the story about Woodstock. Um, 
I didn't know he was at Woodstock. Yeah. The, well, the, what happened was he didn't think he was going on stage yet. So he was backstage and he was tripping on something. I think he said it was a mess. I don't know what it was. But then all of a sudden, Santana, you're up next. See, he thinking he wasn't going to be up for like 10 hours. So he goes on stage and he said at one point, one of, you know, Soul Sacrifice, the song he was playing, that's the one that made the cut in the movie. And, okay. And, um, but he was saying, he was hallucinating, you know, his guitar, he saw his guitar turned to a snake. See, that would not be fun. I don't know why people do drugs. But that, now, that, so that now, would not be fun. So now he's off him now. But now the song is <laughs> kind of goes to a different place. This part of the song, excuse me, Carrie, I'm just going to listen to Carlos. Okay, it's only going to go on for a few minutes. You have anything to say? Go ahead. Oh, I was uh, just going to remind people to come in for a free consultation while you're enjoying that music, Mark. Remember, we offer a free, no obligation consultation or sign up for our fall classes at four four zero. 239-2090. That's 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. All right. This, he said this part of the song was inspired by an Aretha Franklin song, um, The Girls in Love With You. Oh, okay. Um, and this is one, if you ever see this, it's great seeing it live. That's, that's a great thing about, you know, like I said, I've been to a lot of Santana concerts. Have you I been mean, to a lot of? You must have been to a lot of concerts. Well, no, life. no, not really. But I mean, I've been to a lot of Santana concerts. I mean, I've been, I've been, I've gone with my high school buddies, my brother, my girlfriends, my college kid guys, my wife, and that was just at one show, Carrie. But, um, <laughs> but, um, but you know, they, the, uh, but it, it, the, the, the great thing about Santana concerts, you never know who's going to be on stage with them, and it doesn't quite matter. Okay, it's just it's him playing these songs and everybody dancing. You know, right. I mean, um, so a great, great live performer. And, of course, everybody knows he's got his most, you know, mm-hmm. material success in these collaborations that right. he's done, you know, much later on. So, you know, we're going to be talking about 401ks, celebrating the 40th anniversary of 401ks and the fact that Congress may be giving it a facelift for its 40th birthday. Mm-hmm. So get prepared. Stay listening for that. But what are some ideas that you may be doing? You're saying, well, Mark, you know, I'm worried because I don't think... My kid, whether it be your kid or your grandkid, isn't taking advantage of his company's 401k. All right? Now, that's touchy because how do you know without come out they, and asking? Because maybe they post it on social media. <laughs> that they I don't have, have they're not money. on there? You're yeah. not seeing your grandson on social media that he's got a million dollars? Or maybe, yeah, morning. you say, oh, I, I'm worried he's not posting his uh, balance. Yeah. Um, well, so, but if you can have that, this honest discussion mm-hmm. and let's 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 keep it at a son or daughter right you could probably have a more honest discussion with them and they're saying you know mom dad i i can't afford to put into my 401k i i need i need to buy groceries you right. know and i have student loan bill. debt mm-hmm. right but yet you find out thank you carlos that was beautiful um you find out that they're missing out on free money the match Mm-hmm. I mean, if anything is going to help your return in a slow economy, the match, it's a hundred percent return for free. That's mm-hmm. nothing's going to beat that. Right. So the idea is you've got an annual gift allowance, right? By mm-hmm. the way, this year went up to $15,000. Okay. okay. And if you're married, the, you, each of you could give a $15,000 gift to any one person. Um, and that's a free gift allowance, meaning you don't have to report any gift tax returns. And of course, the, the gift receiver doesn't have to report any taxes. It's a gift, right? 
So you and you're saying so you you're saying you're financially strong because you have a written financial plan and you know you're going to be okay. Um, and you want to, you know, you know, you're going to be transferring your wealth after you die, but you want to be maybe helping them out during your li- while you're living, mm-hmm. and you want to start transferring over not only your wealth but your values, right? And you want to get your children or grandchildren involved in the idea of do you understand that the whole idea of having a good retirement is starting early. Mm-hmm. It's not the, it's, it's, it's the time that you're in the, the, the you know, your, your investments. It's that time, the power of time value of money growing, right? The earlier you start, the easier it is, right? Mm-hmm. That's the whole, you know, fire movement, you know, financially independent retire early is all about, you know, you start with a 50% savings, not eight, right? Um, but in either case. So here's what you, so here's an idea. You give your, you know, so to help them out the cash flow, your gift, Fifteen thousand, let's say, or less, or less, or more, or whatever. You know, the idea is the amount you're gifting that is gives them the cash flow, so now they can do the payroll deduction, right? Right. That now the money is going into the four hundred one k. Now they're getting the free company match, and they're lowering their income taxes. If they're choosing to do the traditional right. 401k. So that's going to give them more net benefit. And it's reasonable if I'm giving you a gift for a specific purpose. We've had clients do this that, that hey, I want to see. I would do it with my own kids. Hey, I want to see your pay stub. I want to see that you're. Well, yeah. Or, yeah, if you say you want, you know, at the end of the maybe year. I'm gonna, or maybe I'm going to do it per month and see, did you do it? Did you do it? Or, I mean, or at the end of the year, you know, you say, hey, you know, you want, you want another gift this year? Let me see your W-2 because I want to see how much you put into the 401k. Absolutely. That's reasonable. Yeah. Is that unreasonable? I don't know. It's free money. I mean, you know, w- would you be offended if your parents gave you money to put in your 401k and all you had to do to get the gift next year was show them that you did it? And and the other idea is... You know, <laughs> That's you, funny. You know, and, and, and the other idea is that... You know, hopefully that they'll start learning about the, the, the benefit of compounding investments. Right. When they start seeing that statement and that increase in value. Yeah. And then once they get going, once they get those values installed, they may be picking it up on their own and carrying out from there. And then, you know, and then the idea too is, you know, if you, if you've got a 401k and you don't have uh, a someone who's going to give you money for it, okay, should, you know, how do you, you know, plan? Well, that's, you know, that's what we try to help clients with. It's more than just knowing you've got a 401k plan. It's understanding how you customize, how you make advantage and, of it. And really, that's a better value of the gift if you were going to gift regardless of the 401, not knowing that. That's a better value of your your gifting money, too. Absolutely. And you can call the estate planning team for a consultation or classes at 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. Tune in next week for more Financial Food for Thought. For more information about the show, for estate planning or upcoming seminars. The preceding program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM 1420 The Answer or Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.